Let's see. A 20-year-old Chinese man from Malaysia struggles to find a gift for his girlfriend's parents as they travel over from China. The shared routes and routes between two different countries. Let's connect the dots together as you're listening to Tabustitions. My understanding of taboos has become quite deep over the course of these few sessions. Mithran Raj, Nadia, and Ying have all shown me why taboos can inflict fear, the strength of their cultural roots, and finally of how there are times when taboos do in fact have true purposes outside of cultural beliefs. However, there are still a few aspects which remain well, unclear. It seems that there is another prevalent culture, rich with taboos and superstitions, which has yet to be explored. So let us observe, one more time, another story. This time, the story of a Malaysian-born Chinese man named Tim. Tim has led a simple life. He has never really gone over and beyond for anything. A lack of passion, it would seem. A calling was what he had lacked his entire life. Something to strive towards. A purpose. Until one day, he meets this girl named Ellie as he is coming home from one of his many part-time jobs. He bumps into her carelessly as his mind was adrift thinking about how to survive that day through to the next. Apparently, they had gone to middle school together, and they instantly hit it off, reviving the flame of passion which had long been dormant within Tim. Colors seemed to radiate around Ellie, as she spoke, as she laughed, even when she did nothing. It was as if she was basked with the breath of life, Something Tim longed for. And so they got to know each other more and more. And over time, Ellie wanted Tim to meet her parents, as things between them were getting more serious by the day. According to Ellie, they were truly absorbed by Chinese culture. I suppose an expected outcome as they lived their entire lives in China and their roots were buried deep within its soil. This also meant that they were quite superstitious and held strong belief in many taboos, a characteristic that Tim would soon find to be quite a hassle in his road to fulfilling his passion. Eventually, the day had finally come. Tim was mere hours away from meeting Ellie's parents, as their flight from China had just touched down on Malaysian soil. Tim was understandably nervous, as he was raised in a household wherein taboos and superstitions never really played an important role. An exception was when it came to common things such as eating etiquettes or swearing. The usual, he did not know what to expect. 
Tim thought that it would be best to break the ice with a gift for Ellie's parents. That will make a good first impression, right? With that in mind, Tim went onto a journey to find Ellie's parents the perfect gift. Tim traversed through the wide space of the shopping complex, looking for anything that caught his eye. Then, he saw something. Glistening in a glass enclosure was a silver-plated watch, sprinkled with gold accents around its circular frame. This would be nice for the father, Tim thought to himself. When suddenly, another voice seemed to invade his head. Taboo! It yelled. Tim held his head in fear and took a few steps back away from the watch. Tim, of course, took this as a sign that the watch was a no-go. He was not sure what that voice was, but its will proved to be stronger than his own, which made him struggle to resist its order. Tim then came across a shoe shop. He thought that perhaps the mother would enjoy a new pair of shoes However, the voice in his head was not on board with this idea. Taboo! It shouted as he entered the store, causing him to jump right back out, to the storekeeper's confusion. He then came across another store selling cooking sets. It seemed to be another viable gift as the set had everything from a variety of knives to a number of different sized pots and pans. As he reached out to it, Taboo! yelled the voice once more. Tim was especially annoyed at this instance, as the cooking set was being sold for quite the bargain, something he struggled to resist. It seemed hopeless. Everything he came across seemed to have some form of taboo connected to it. With a defeated sigh, Tim called up Ellie and asked her for recommendations, to which she responded rather quickly. Apparently, candles and necklaces were also no-goes. She told Tim when he brought up a few more recommendations. After ending the call with her, Tim knew what to get. He picked up a bottle of local wine for the father, and a bouquet of flowers for the mother. He hoped that it was enough to please them. A few hours went by, and Tim finally got the opportunity to meet Ellie's parents. His anxiety was through the roof, but once he introduced himself, he calmed down. Tim handed them the gift, to which they responded joyously, to Tim's relief. With that hurdle now behind him, Tim smiled at Ellie as he looked forward to pursuing his passion with her. Tim's story is one which explores the various gift-giving taboos prevalent in Chinese culture. We can see that Tim went through a number of gift choices for Ellie's parents. Before it was rejected by this, mysterious voice in his head. Whatever it was, it clearly had good intentions 
For if Tim had gotten any of those initial gift options, his meeting with Ellie's parents may not have been as good as it was. We first see Tim come across a stylish watch in a glass enclosure. Apparently, gifting people clocks and watches in Chinese culture symbolizes how that person is running out of time. This is especially true for seniors and elder citizens like Ellie's parents. So this gift is quite a big no-no in Chinese culture. We then see Tim contemplate getting a pair of shoes for Ellie's mother, and the voice shouts at him again. The Mandarin word for evil, it turns out, sounds like shoes. Yeah. So the action of giving someone a pair of shoes as a gift can be seen as bad luck. The next potential gift he comes upon is a cooking set. Now, a cooking set is not necessarily a bad gift to receive in Chinese culture, but sharp items are. Within that set, we learn included knives and such, which can suggest to the recipient that you wish to severe your relationship or friendship with them. Now that would not have made a good first impression, would it? After giving up and calling Ellie, we also learn that candles and necklaces are also taboos in the world of gift giving. Why is that so? It turns out that gifting a necklace to someone in Chinese culture means a lot, as it signifies intimate relations. Candles, on the other hand, are used alongside offerings to the dead in China and thus will not be appropriate as a gift. Tim finally settles on a bottle of wine and bouquet of flowers as appropriate gifts, and it works out well for him and the parents. These were just a few of the gift-giving taboos prevalent in Chinese culture. There are quite a few more, such as handkerchiefs, umbrellas, or things associated with the number four. With handkerchiefs, it could signify saying goodbye forever, while umbrellas sound like the Chinese word for breaking up, indicating that their relationship will soon dissolve. As with things associated with the number four, this is quite a big one. Even in Malaysia, we can see the avoidance of the use of the number four for example, in elevators, where that number is replaced with, say, 3A. In Chinese culture, number 4 is pronounced si. similar to the word death. Si. Anything relating to the number 4 is thus associated with bad luck. So do not gift gifts in sets or multiples of 4. Other numbers like 73 can mean funeral, and 84, accident. It seems that even the most positive of intentions can be turned into taboos in the wrong context. We see Tim struggle with this new concept, wherein gifts can mean different things to different people. It shows that when it comes to taboos, there will always be a struggle but that struggle can be overcome.
That is all from us for episode 3A. Keep an ear out for Double Station.